Hello everyone, I'm Jensine Bard, and welcome to Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Revelation 12.11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. A testimony of your story for His glory. Last week you heard the heart-wrenching story of Carol Everett, a former abortion clinic provider and someone who had aborted her own daughter. But God's grace is never-ending, and the Heidi Group was founded and for the last 30-plus years has been saving lives across this nation. Contrary to the recent events as exposed on national news, Planned Parenthood, the abortion doctors, and their discussions on how best to disseminate a fetal body part and then sell them. This is horrific beyond comprehension. This is not biblical. It's demonic. This has nothing to do with God's way of doing things, but everything to do with an ideology of death that began when Margaret Sanger founder of Planned Parenthood, originally called her organization, quote, American Birth Control League, but changed it so as not to appear controlling. But isn't that exactly what Planned Parenthood agenda is, to control the population and then profit from the death of innocence in the womb and make it appear as if women are, quote, being taken care of, when in reality, the exact opposite is true. Ladies and gentlemen, would you welcome back to Testimony for our second segment, founder of the Heidi Group, Carol Everett. Carol, welcome back to Testimony. It's so good to be with you, Jensen. Thank you for inviting me. Well, it's great to have you. You are an authority on this subject. You are regularly asked to testify and give expert witness before Senate and Congress and in churches and all across this nation. Your organization, the Heidi Group, provides resources to help women who have had abortions or are thinking about having one. What we want to talk about today is the why of why Planned Parenthood is in existence today how it is funded, who is backing it, who is profiting from it, and ultimately, how do we, as God-fearing Christians and just human beings, defund it? Carol, please tell us more. Well, I think it's very interesting that this is coming up now because I believe this is God unmasking the abortion industry. And I want to take a step back into Texas, if I may, for just a moment. We saw God work two years ago with HB2 in Texas. I believed all along that ambulatory surgical facilities would close 50% of the abortion clinics because they would not meet the simple medical standards demanded of of a surgical facility. And uh, God put together a bill that said no abortions over 20 weeks, that the abortionist must have admitting privileges at a hospital within 30 miles of the facility, which is reasonable that RU486, the abortion drug, must be given according to FDA standards, Federal Drug Administration standards, and move the abortion clinics under ambulatory surgical facilities. It did close. We had 44 abortion clinics. It closed 28. But more importantly, we saw 40,000 women in our pregnancy centers in the state of Texas that we believe were headed for the door of an abortion clinic, and yet they came to a life-affirming center and chose life. I believe what God is doing now is attempting to cut Planned Parenthood's 
abortion business in half or more. And this has the potential, if we can stop the sale of abortions through dispensing low-dose birth control pills and defective condoms, we can stop that, we can stop the abortion industry, and we can stop the harvesting of fetal parts. I believe God wants to save half a million babies a year in, in the United States, and that's wonderful. But this is not going to happen, Jensen, if we sit sadly beside ourselves as we have and just wring our hands and say this is horrible. It is horrible because now we're going inside the clinic with videos. We are literally watching them tear little babies' body parts apart, pull it up and say this is a liver, this is a thymus. Oh, yes, we can get a full brain. We can get both lobes of the brain and then assess a price to each baby's body part. We've got to start calling them babies. They're not fetuses. Yes, they are fetuses, but we want to call them babies. And let's stop calling those things specimens. Let's call them babies' body parts that are being sold because they have figured out that they can get an additional $75 for each part, you know, $225 or up to $1,000, $1,500 for the baby's body after they kill it. It's time for us to stand up. And, and I, I had a recent experience with my mother, and I will try to make this quick my mother has a leg wound and uh, they were wanting to put placenta Mm -hmm. on her wound and I just said no we just can't take baby's body parts and put on my mother's leg I don't care if it doesn't heal the way you want it to we can't do that and they said sit down we cannot use those specimens that come out of an abortion clinic those baby's body parts are not sterile they were not collected in a sterile environment our placenta is collected in a sterile environment with planned C-sections, with mothers who are willing to donate their placenta, and your mother's leg can be healed with this. But they went on to say that in order for anything to really work, it had to have life, and that they were only going to heal with life. And I think it's very interesting that even what we're seeing is not alive. And so what are they really using it for? Wow. Those questions need to be answered. Wow. Well, well, well. Carol, let's talk politics for a minute. Why do you think the majority of Democrats support funding Planned Parenthood? They're getting money from Planned Parenthood. We get give our tax dollars amount to $540 million a year into the hands of Planned Parenthood, $1.47 million a day, and they use that to use their programs to spread abortion, but they also pay politicians. And the politicians who stand up and support them and who stand with them are getting big dollars from Planned Parenthood. They're very careful. Watch them. They don't ever support a pro-life candidate. That's not very pro-choice, is it? But they will support support those who will stand for abortion in any environment. Well, it's been said that President Obama is the most pro-abortion president that we've had in this country. He's on his way out of office. We have a new election coming up. How important should the abortion issue be and Planned Parenthood issue be in this upcoming election? Let's just go back and recognize that President Obama has increased Planned Parenthood support by $200 million in the last six years. They were getting about $350 million before. Now it's $540 million. So he has been not only the most pro-abortion president, but he has funded the abortion industry. And I believe that with the uh, 
videos that are now out of babies' body parts being sold, this issue will be front and center in the next election. And that's a question each of us should ask every candidate. This says so much about a person, if they will stand for truth in any environment or if they will stand against life. We need to know who we're voting for. And I hope this will be a question in the debates that are coming will be coming. Amen and amen. What about the men, Carol, who have been the victims of a child they may have wanted to have, but the mother's, quote, right aborted that dream and their right? How often do you have to deal with men and the abortions that they suffer from? Well, men do suffer from abortions. They, If they're part of the decision, they deny longer than women, but at some point they all come to the same point and say, I kill my child and start their grieving healing process as well. But the men who are the most devastated are those men whose babies were aborted without their permission and they couldn't stop it, even though they wanted to marry the mother. They wanted to take the baby. They would have done anything to give the baby life, and the mother just has the abortion, and then they have to grieve a, a, a murder not a death they grieve a murder of their own child and they are devastated and uh, they have to deal with the woman because they have to reconcile part of that decision and those are very difficult relationships and it's difficult for her for him to say he wanted the baby and she killed it and think of him living with the rest of his life knowing i had a man stand in front of my desk one day and say my son would be 18 but I can't help kill him. Wow. Wow. Carol, have the demographics of targeted Planned Parenthood clinics changed, or are they still pretty much the same? Can you elaborate? Margaret Sanger, Sanger was a eugenist, the worst kind. She wanted to breed thoroughbreds. She wanted to get rid of what she considered the weeds of society, minorities, uh, the retarded, anyone that was not, um, well, perfect and white and uh, she put her first clinics in black areas and recently in the last few years she's uh, uh, diversified a little bit by reaching into Hispanic areas and now she's going into middle income areas and though Planned Parenthood does not have Margaret Sanger around they still have her eugenics policies. And I know that the black culture, black women I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, about 72% of abortions committed in New York alone are black women. Is this correct? Yes. There are actually more black babies are killed in New York that are born every, than are born every year. That's a terrible number. And think about the pain of those women when they realize what they did. Carol, in our remaining moments here today, we really need a lot more time. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Carol Everett, founder of The Heidi Group. You can learn more about Carol by going to theheidegroup.org, get her resources, and definitely get her best-selling blood money book. Carol, what is The Heidi Group doing to combat the latest atrocities we are hearing about as revealed in shocking videos broadcast nationwide and what are you doing personally well personally obviously i'm praying that god will continue to use these and will close the doors of the abortion clinics but also will defund planned parenthood to save as many babies as possible but also the heidi group is working to educate people and to educate our legislators in texas for they do not know what's going on and one of our great outreaches is to them for we believe they are 
people who literally have life and death in their hands at this moment, and also to sit down with pastors, because pastors are the moral leaders of this nation, and if the Christians don't stand up, we lose. When we put Christ at the forefront of our work, we win, and when we put him in the fore, in the background, we're going to lose. And so I'm telling every pastor, had a meeting with a pastor this morning, and we'll be meeting with another this week. It's time for the pastors. We must lovingly say you're the moral leaders. Stand up. Stand against this. Lead your congregation to stand up. For when we cry out, God will make a difference. Amen and amen. You know, I'm reminded of that scripture, my people perish for lack of knowledge. Not on your watch, Carol. You've been the voice. You've done the work. You were an abortion clinic provider. You had your own abortion. You received healing. And now you're delivering hope to thousands across this nation. And I applaud you for your work. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to Carol Everett, author, speaker, educator, and nationally recognized pro-life activist and founder of The Heidi Group. You can learn more about Carol's work and get her resources by going to theheidegroup.org and get her best-selling blood money book. Carol, thank you once again. We look forward to having you back on Testimony. Keep up your phenomenal work for the cause of Christ, for those in our nation, and ultimately the kingdom of God where our babies that have been aborted we will meet them there one day in Jesus' name. Thank you, Carol. Thank you, Jensen. Testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Jensen Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. Together, we are reaching souls for Christ one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensenbard.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D.com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensene Bard. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for Testimony. Testimony.